0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, August 20th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Governor Kate Brown announced Thursday that every teacher and school employee, even volunteers in the state, must be vaccinated against COVID 19, a reversal from her previous calls for local superintendents and districts to decide how to handle the public health issue. Educators have until October 18th to comply. They cannot opt out of the vaccination requirement unless they have a documented medical or religious exemption. Brown also announced that healthcare workers would be required to be vaccinated on the same timeline. The nurses' union said the mandate would likely increase vaccination rates, but would also also also, quote, put additional pressure on an already dangerous nurse staffing crisis in the state and hinted that some people are so against vaccines that they may leave the profession. The governor so far hasn't required that college and university employees comply with the same vaccination rules, but she said all options are on the table. Oregon continued to set records this week, once again registering the most ever COVID-19 cases in a single day on Thursday. The pandemic continues to be driven by unvaccinated people. And that's true in Oregon as well as the country, as the uber contagious Delta variant dominates the landscape. Oregon saw 2,971 cases Thursday and 19 new deaths. The governor and top health officials warned that intensive care units are at risk of being completely full across the state. That would mean even vaccinated people who had a traumatic accident or health issue may have trouble getting care. One COVID 19 patient died in a Roseburg hospital Wednesday officials said, while waiting for an open intensive care unit bed to receive life-saving care. 845 people are currently hospitalized due to COVID in Oregon. Southern Oregon continues to be hard hit. Oregon now has the 15th highest case rate per capita in the country, after typically being in the bottom five nationwide throughout the pandemic. Portland employers were expecting to welcome thousands of employees back to downtown after Labor Day, filling office towers that have sat empty for a year and a half. But record high COVID 19 cases and hospitalizations fueled by the contagious Delta variant. Put those plans on hold. US Bank, Wells Fargo, the Standard Insurance, and law firms Schwabi, Williamson and Wyatt, and Stoll Reeves have all pushed back plans to reopen their offices until later this fall. Other companies have abandoned their timelines altogether. It's the latest indication that the coronavirus recovery, which seemed imminent just weeks ago, is no longer close at hand. And it also likely has a ripple effect for other downtown businesses that depend on those workers. The return to in-person school and broad vaccination rates in the metro area made september seem viable but the delta variant changed that the companies listed above have some 6,000 workers downtown and many thousands more elsewhere in the metro area many of the best track and field athletes in the world are in eugene this weekend for the annual prefontaine classic The world-famous sporting event returns after a one-year hiatus due to the pandemic. There are 47 medalists who accounted for 62 medals at the Tokyo Olympics competing in the pre-classic this year. U.S. champion Shakari Richardson, who was forced to miss the Tokyo Olympics after a positive marijuana test, will be on the starting line for Saturday's Women's 100 Meters. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.